0: Welcome to the Liberty Free to Be podcast. My name is Rachel Peru. Join me as I share a weekly dose of midlife inspiration. Where you get to hear from some amazing people who are leaving a trail of inspiration along the way, breaking down midlife stereotypes and proving it's never too late to find your passion and purpose. From health, happiness, mindset to menopause, reinvention to rebelling, no subject is off limits living a life of Liberty free to be free to be whatever you want to be in midlife and beyond welcome back to a new week of liberty free to be and i am delighted that this week's episode is sponsored by asavi health supplements i know i'm not alone in becoming more health conscious particularly now i'm in midlife and i want to be the best version of myself i can possibly be and part of that is looking after my health from the inside as well as out I've recently discovered Asavi Health Supplements, which is an honest, innovative supplement brand for health-savvy people who want to live and feel well. Asavi offers the purest, highest quality nutritional supplements using science-based innovation to create safe and natural products, with a wide range of products and formulas to suit everyone. All Asavi supplements are designed with carefully selected ingredients, and I really love that there's no artificial ingredients, additives or fillers. I also love that Asavi are a UK brand based in my beautiful home turf of Yorkshire with a friendly and experienced local team working in the nutrition, supplement and wellbeing industry for many years and who really want to help you. I've recently started using their Herbal Sleep Support Capsules and I've noticed a real difference in my quality of sleep in just a few days. I'll tell you more about this and how my sleep has improved later in the show but for now you can find more information at asavi.com. Right, time to introduce this week's Liberty Free To Be guest. Welcome back to a new week of Liberty Free To Be. How's your May going? I'm a big fan of May, it's a birthday month for me, turned 53 last week and I honestly love being in my 50s. It's something that I'm really feeling energised by, I'm refreshed and I'm really certainly not slowing down. I've got lots of things that i want to achieve and today's guest i'm going to be sharing a little bit more about my goal for the year and how she's going to help me make that happen so lots to talk about but may's a really lovely month it's my birthday my daughter's birthday and my youngest has just finished handing handed in all her university work so we're having a lovely month i hope you are too and thank you so much for all the positive response that i've had from my rebranding Still the same podcast, still the most amazing guests and I'm really hoping that I can continue this pattern. I've got a long waiting list so thank you for your patience. If you've been sat on that for a while I will get to you. I love sharing all these stories and connecting with all these different women to hopefully create this really positive ripple effect that can encourage and inspire and help motivate you in your next chapter of life. So without further ado today I am introducing you to a lady called Jane Wood. Who is the founder of Femchi? And she's really going to introduce you and remind you why the power of movement and reconnecting with our bodies later in life is so important. Enjoy. So good morning, Jane. I am so excited for today's conversation. Me
1: too. I cannot wait to see where this conversation is going today.
0: And a fellow grey haired sister, you look fabulous today with your gorgeous grey hair and red. Thank you. I thought I
1: knew your colours, so I thought I, you know, I'd, I'd go with the
0: with your colours. I'm very impressed. Thank you. <laughs> so I've obviously done a bit of an introduction for you, but how do you introduce yourself? Let's start with three words you would describe yourself and why.
1: Ooh, I would say um, three words. Let me see. I know I broke these down. That's menopause brain for you, isn't it? It it goes. It it just goes, and it comes back. Yeah. I would say I'm um, very respectful. I would say that I was had very. I'm very empathic,
0: and I'm very kind. You are all of those things. I'll tell you what you've written down originally because I've just found them. Go on. You also describe yourself as vivacious. I am vivacious. You are, certainly are, vulnerable, which I thought was really interesting. Oh, Um, yes, because I did my thing, yeah, vivacious, vulnerable,
1: and venturesome. Venturesome, I did. I should have remembered those and wrote those down for you, Rachel. I am, I am vivacious because I love life, and I do embrace life to the fullest, and I try and make the most of every day, and I know that not every day can be vivacious. I know we can have really down days. That's why I think I put vulnerable as well, mm. because as much as I love the vivacious side of life, I really enjoy um, the vulnerability that situations can put you in. And I say enjoy because we're so we, we, we're so misconstrued around feeling vulnerable as women,
0: yeah, mm.
1: especially as ex-generation women, like where we've been brought up to, you know, be independent. I think I've been really exploring feminine energy, and vulnerability is in that, and it's it's around a positive term rather than a negative connotation. And venturesome is because I like pushing my boundaries and other people's. Yes,
0: <laughs> we've got we've got lots to talk about in that area later, haven't we? <laughs> we certainly have. <laughs> so how about you know let's start at the beginning how did fem chai even start because it's a fabulous concept and i love the work that you're doing to help women really connect with their bodies and find that feminine energy and, and embrace everything about themselves but where did this start where's the inspiration come from in the first place
1: my background is my, my background is um, as a keep fit instructor a belly dance instructor i've always danced from a very very young age and um, I used to teach holistic therapies. So it came about really eclectically. Um, I had, uh, two and a half years ago, I got stopped in my tracks and I had a full knee replacement. So obviously my my, my career is around dance and movement. Um, so this stopped me in my tracks. And I was at a time and stage in my life where... I feel as though the universe does pull things down at you where I did need to slow down and I needed to reflect and I wouldn't do it. So I kept pushing, pushing, pushing. So then uh, my knee went in lockdown and I, I ended up having to have a full knee replacement. And around that time, I had a lot of time to sit with myself. So I did a lot of courses online. Um, I got really curious again around my holistic therapies. It sort of reignited my passion around my holistic and humanistic approach to life and reflection and I had time to sit with myself and to really reflect on what it was I wanted to move forward with in my life and also the movement because when you have a knee replacement you can't you can't actually move Mm -hmm. um, physically so The physio that the physios were giving me, I didn't feel were enough. So I started to explore around my movement and around, not just around the movement for the strengthening exercises for the knee, but the emotional journey that the knee replacement had took me on. Because there was a grief that I could no longer move my body in the way that I used to move my body because the range of movement had gone. So I had to start exploring different ways of how to move my body that's still connected for me.
0: Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And that word grief, I think lots of women can relate to in in lots of different stages of life. But so many women in midlife are are, are grieving the the body that they used to have in their 20s and 30s. Perhaps they've they've got children. It's that realisation that they're not going to have that, even though you don't want to have children in your 40s and 50s. The thought of, not being able to and that taken away from you. So that word grief really strikes a chord with me when you said that. How difficult was it then? How long did it take you to get through that process of kind of really really reconnecting with your body, I guess? I I, I would say it's an ongoing process. Mm. Um, It's definitely
1: an ongoing process. I think the journey itself has been really, really interesting because um, before I had the knee operation... I was seeing a PT instructor. I was really working hard. I was getting up at six, seven. I was working 10, 12-hour days. I was literally on that point of, like, trying to be everything to everybody, being Mm. being the mum, being the wife, being being a businesswoman, standing strong, being independent, going to the gym, and falling into the trap of my body needs to look this way. I need to be this way, and I need to be this person. um. Even my dance world had become very competitive because I have a cheerleading and dance academy. So we compete at very high levels as well. So even the world I'd come from, everything around it had become really competitive and quite masculine. Mm. So um, and it, it was funny because it was at a similar time that my daughter moved away and I left with empty nest yeah. syndrome a little bit, so I was, I, I was finding myself, like sat at home thinking wow the children are grown up they're all sorted they don't need me and, and you do try and interfere like do you need no, no more? i'm fine and you're like yeah. okay so this there, there was this new energy that was coming in that was creating a space that you know we all crave as women growing up thinking when the kids grow up i'm gonna do this yeah. when the kids grow up i'm gonna do this and then the kids grow up and you sat there going well, what am i gonna do yeah all these plans that you had. Um, my marriage was also coming to an end. So it was every aspect, every aspect of my life sort of came around. So like the, this, this feeling of grief and um, not sadness, but almost this reflection and the body image really started to creep in because mm. the menopause has started and my midriff were getting thicker i was craving sweets always been a savory girl yeah i was craving sweets which i found really difficult um my knee replacement meant that i couldn't do the fitness which meant i started to gain weight and then i was in this spiral of what is this body i don't connect with this body Mm. anymore I thought I'd found myself I thought I'd created good new habits and I found myself really spiraling so it was about really building myself up and on the like psychological side really was about I really started to investigate my values my beliefs and creating much stronger boundaries for myself so it was almost mind body and soul yeah it was a re- it's was it been a really holistic, humanistic journey, which I'm still continuing. I do think you're,
0: on that, really. oh, you're always, you know, I talk to people about this, about body, body acceptance. It's not something that's ever a done deal. It's always going to be a work in progress. And just when you hear people say, oh, you know, I am body confident, but that doesn't mean to say I wake up every day and love myself. It just means I have some days, if I'm having a wobble, I just manage it better and I can get rid of those negative feelings better than I could 10 years ago. But it doesn't mean to say you wake up every morning and go, I love my body. I have nothing to worry about. It's just you actually stop thinking about your body so that you can get on and enjoy life. That's really what it means to me. I don't know about you. That You've just absolutely
1: explained that beautifully because I like to see it as though I'm carrying a toolbox around. So I don't wake up like yourself every day and go, wow, look at me. I do wake up some mornings going, oh, God, I'm aching. I've got aches where I never thought I'd have aches before. But, and, you know, and then there's that worry around, is everything okay? Is everything all right? Am I okay? But yeah. it's using that toolbox to get you back and stop you from spiralling down so that you're maintaining and you can start to spiral yourself upwards.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you you mentioned beautifully, mind, body, soul, which is what Fem is all about. So tell us a little bit more about each of those aspects and how that shows up in your program that you work with Femchi. So with, with Femchi, it Fem is for the feminine, and the Chi means energy.
1: So I looked at the, the feminine energy um, because I really felt like in my world I was sitting in a very masculine energy, and this is a lot of work I've, I've, I've been investigating. But what I found was um, it comes in four modules, Chi. So there's the Fem-chi, Femchi Fundamentals, which is around the exploration of your, because um, I've, I've wrote notes just because I'm menopausal as well. So the Femchi Fundamentals is around investigating your strengths, your in your interests, and I've been identifying ways that you can align your life to the core aspects of you, that investigation of what are my values, what's my belief system around that. And and setting stronger boundaries so your relationship with yourself and others improves. So that's been my fundamentals. That's been a lot of work that I've done around there. Uh, the other one is around um, the disconnect from your body, which is our Vixens, which I'm sure we'll talk about. And it, this is about uh, connecting to your body so that you feel desirable, that you feel like you've got body acceptance it's the pain point of many women is the body acceptance and dancing. And especially in the burlesque style, it, it, it gets rid of the guilt and the shame and unhealthy attachments that you might have around your body, low libido, which we can get as women of course and, and and allowing yourself to go in your own flow and, and, recognizing how to move your body in a sensual way it's not burlesque as in let's just you know nipple tassel and shake mm-hmm. and things like that it, it's burlesque in the inner the, in the in the healing aspect of being acceptance and sensuous with your body and accepting those kind of things and then we have the lack of self-care which is, a, it, it's called Femchi Stretch and Connect. Mm. And the Stretch and Connect is more invigorating. So we we'll do breath work, which is more invigorating. We do yoga flow movements. We do more, more strength yoga flows, like maybe warrior poses. And it starts off with really connecting to your body. It moves into a chi, what I call, like to call chi, so there's like Tibetan movements, there's capoeira movements. It's actually quite invigorating. So it gets the chi moving. Then we go into almost like a yoga flow and Pilates all combined into one. It's like an eclectic mix of my ballet, what I did when I was younger. So of stretching, because stretching is so important as we as we go through the menopause and because we have elastic elasticity in the muscles does start to tighten. So it's it's really important that we do that. And then we end with some Tibetan sounds and really stimulating senses. And then the last one, being Rest and Digest, which is a very interesting module. And that's about just a really subtle breath work, meditation. And that really goes interesting and really makes you ask questions around all of these things. So they all interlink and, and, and intertwine. Yeah. um but the the self-care around women i think is really really important how we're looking
0: after ourselves do you think um you know but i told to women that actually almost need to give themselves permission to take time out for themselves because they feel guilty because they have they spent their lives putting other people first whether it's looking after elderly parents in midlife or children and, and partners it's it's hard sometimes for women to take a step back, isn't it? And say, well, actually, no, I deserve this time too. What sort of age group are you dealing with? Do You see a wide range, or is it mostly middle aged I, I do, I do see a wide a a, a wide range because um, I work a lot with the
1: uh, young children with whom I dance and my cheerleading. So I work from young girls when I say, and I work from babies. I work from the age of three all the way up to you know doing we have Tai Chi, you know, with um, with the elderly. So, but for me, with the Fem Chi, probably is probably geared at women between 35 upwards because, you know, menopause can start easy. But it it's, it's mainly to do with most women who feel, who have a disconnect and don't fully understand the, the values and the beliefs. And I do this with, like with the young girls when I'm working on with the cheerleading, it, it kind of, Femchi kind of spreads and sprinkles itself yeah. around all these different ages and age groups in the different roles that I have throughout my career. Because um, Femchi is not the only thing that I do. I, I run a cheer and dance business. I I run a CIC, which is a, an, a, a, an academy, which is runs health and wellness for Like mums and tots and, and over 50s and men's groups as well. You know, it's all about empowering people. All the businesses have the golden thread of empowering people Mm -hmm. to facilitate for them, you know, themselves and to take ownership of themselves. Because I think we're very, it's very easy to say, I am like this because of. Yes. And I am like this and to find blame. Yeah. which then reinforces and validates how you are feeling, where sometimes if we actually say, what was what was my action in that? Even if that was, my boundaries weren't strong enough. Yeah.
0: So I've allowed that to happen for too long. Yeah. And it's that playfulness, isn't it? That that we're yeah. so encouraged to do in, in older life. We we lose that sense of play and trying new things. And I guess for some people, are they nervous about particularly the movement aspect and learning dance because they think they might not be very good? How do you? What difference do you see in the people that start this journey with you to the end? I'm guessing huge. Yeah, ab- absolutely. I mean, the I
1: remember when when I used to teach belly dancing years and years ago, and and also obviously now and through dance people will come in and they say i'm wooden i'm wooden and i can't like i can't and you can see it you can almost see the the difficulty in the connection of the brain telling the foot and the the you know the cross lateral movements and the coordination of the body but the more you do it and the more you let go and the more you feel it instead of getting worried about the technical aspect of it just letting your body just do what it might do and and not getting so hung up if you're in a dance class and you've stepped the wrong way Mm. it's finding the fun and the the joy in that yeah you know and, and i think as an instructor at the front it's finding the fun and joy in that nobody wants Sharon, you've just got stepped the wrong way. What are you doing? Nobody wants to be called out like that. Ever. Everyone turning around and staring at you. Yeah. You're like mortified. <laughs> like, no, like that's just put the spotlight on me. I think it's about women coming in. Firstly, a lot of women will say to me, I felt really comfortable because you built normal. Yeah. You you look like me. Yes. Yeah.
0: They can relate to you.
1: They can relate to me. They, they relate to me. Uh, um also as I've grown older, really interesting enough, uh, some of the younger ones will like look at me as if to say, like, why is a grey haired lady stood at the front? Like, my grandma's got grey hair, you yeah. know. So I joke with the kids and say, you have to be really, really wise to earn this hair. This doesn't just happen. This That's is amazing. this is this is earned. This is really earned. Um, I also joke with them and tell them when they say they're being moody and they're on, they're, you know, they'll say, I'm, I'm, I'm on my period chain, I'm being moody. I'll say, oh, you're an apprentice right now because wait till the menopause starts. Yes. And finding the playfulness in the conversation, mm. but also around the education, around every aspect of our bodies, even if it's the younger people, they'll go, what's the menopause? If I had a pound for every time a young girl said to me, yes. what's the menopause? What is it? So i said, well, well, you're on this journey at the start. I'm on the journey at the end. And it's about being open and fun and joyful and, and setting those boundaries so that when people come in and meet me, that they feel comfortable and they feel that they're allowed to make mistakes and to go wrong. And we'll find the fun in that yeah and not be pointed out or feel you know it's a journey and it's about me creating a space and facilitating that space which i think has the massive impact and not and not being that person who stands at the front saying you've got to eat a buddha bowl you can't eat meat you can't drink alcohol this is you know if you're gonna live this holistic life then this is you know this is how we're going to be because i couldn't do it
0: no tried. Tried. Yeah. yeah yeah and it's interesting isn't it because i do think people it's changing slowly but people when they think of exercise and movement and we're told that as we get older it's we've got to keep moving but we we do still think of the typical the traditional routes of movement as in going to the gym getting a pt doing park runs but it's got to be a movement that you enjoy doing, isn't it? It's got to be fun in doing that. And I'm guessing that's what you bring that element to. It it doesn't have to be in the gym. You can, you can get moving and and feel better by dancing and and doing anything that brings you joy.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially like with music as well, because you've Mm. got the music, you've got that sensation of the music. And then, you know, I will say like, what, you know, what's your favorite, you know, like playlist. And I will try and find, um, the licensed music there, I can pop it in. You know, it might be 70s, it might be a bit of 80s. You know, so when we're doing the warm up, it might be a bit of one fantastic, it might be Looper. It's a real eclectic mix of different music, but the music is re- The music behind every module that I have in Bem-Chi is really, really resonant because the rest and digest is around brainwaves. And, you know, so the music and everything, the back planning behind the classes. There's, there's a lot of thought process behind um, how that is going to make somebody feel. And you have to be careful with music because what might bring me joy might create a really obscure memory for somebody else.
0: Yeah, I haven't thought about that, but yeah. Because it's so powerful, um, that meaning of music. It, it, people connect with it in very different ways. I mean, I, yeah. I've just been to Danny Wallace's Be Inspired event for the first time. And oh, it was just amazing and on, the, on the second day, on the Friday, the first thing she did was came on and sang um, a Tina Turner song. I can't remember the name now, but literally everybody, 200 people up dancing nine o'clock in the morning, proper going for it. I was just stood in the middle of the, the you know, the hall just dancing. And I thought, what an amazing way to start the day. I must do more of that and have that more in my life. Oh. It just sets you up for feeling better about yourself.
1: 100%. I was, I was really gutted because I've been to Danny Wallace's
0: Be Inspired. I've
1: been to three now and, and I love Danny. She's great. Yeah. Danny has been a big part of this journey with me, with Femchi as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, I couldn't go because I was working on this particular Be Inspired. So I was really, I was really gutted that I missed, uh, the Be Inspired. But Danny, she's, she's got that real power with the power of music behind her. And mm-hmm. and, and the, the power that it can bring yeah absolutely. To, to something
0: yeah 100 finding joy in movement and, and keeping active as we get older leads me nicely to this week's episode is sponsored by asavi so i'm going to come back to our conversation jane but i'm just going to tell our listeners a little bit more about their brand that sounds fantastic as i mentioned at the beginning of the show i've recently discovered asavi health supplements what I love about this brand is that they are a one stop shop for all your health supplement needs from vitamins, minerals, omega 3, collagen and so much more. If like me you struggle to take tablets they also have products in gummies, liquid drops and powder form making them convenient and easy to take. If you've been following me on social media for a while you'll already know one of the biggest issues I've struggled with going through the menopause is a disrupted sleep pattern and insomnia. It is no fun waking up at 330 every morning, wide awake, lying there and feeling frustrated that you can't sleep. The negative effect on the rest of my day's energy level has been real. I've been taking Asavi's Herbal Sleep Support Tablets for the last two weeks, one tablet an hour before bed, and I have slept through until 7am every morning. I can't tell you what a difference getting that good night's sleep is making to my mood and energy levels. The herbal sleep support contains passionflower, lemon, balm, and hops, all of which contribute to optimal relaxation, relieving any anxiety, sleep disorders and already improves calmness. I'm going to try their collagen powder next as they've got some great food recipes on their blog too. Whatever health supplement you're looking for to complete your day, Asavi have got you covered. Don't just take my word for it, go and check out asavi.com. So let's get back to it to follow the conversation. Let's I would really like to touch on um the femchi vixen side of things because I'm quite happy to express my sensuality. It's something that I've learned to be much more comfortable with as I've got older, wouldn't have been when I was younger. I felt really embarrassed about my body, and that that's because I'd had shame piled on me over the years. And it's freeing when you get to that point. So how does the the femchi vixens kind of Loosen that up, I guess, is is the the right term. Yeah.
1: My, my, like I said, my backstory is around I had I've done belly dancing, I've always been a dancer. So the the dancing image of a lady or a young girl when I was growing up was, especially in ballet, was you have to be very, very thin. Mm-hmm. And I remember being told as a young girl that I was too curvy to be a ballet dancer and i would but suit another. jazz or tap mm. much much better and this was a, like you say a really young age and i yeah. loved ballet yeah i i i loved i loved the i love the technical aspect of knowing how to you know and how your body moves when it's in the right technical and how you can get a better range of motion and I never thought about that till I got older and I started to teach to teach them. But I loved ballet, and I thought, "Gosh, we're, we're, we're so conditioned. Why, why not just do ballet for the joy of it? Mm. How many ba- young girls want to do ballet classes and to feel elegant? And it's it's great for posture. Yeah, it's absolutely. great for it's great for body language and learning how to how to hold yourself and to and to walk into a room and and you know." just how to move your body in, a, in an elegant, swan-like way. Um, so I never understood the, not everybody's going to be a ballerina, so why can't I just do it for the, for the joy of it? So yeah. these are questions that I started to ask myself, you know, as I, as I got older, because in actual fact, it actually was another, looking back, that was just another chip mm. at social conditioning. Absolutely. You, your body's not right. You're not, you know, and and this social conditioning as we're growing up through and especially in the world of dance, because you've got to really look, you know, there isn't a real body image type set set to dance. So that was a really sort of strong enforcement of self-worth for me growing up as well. Um, But the beauty about when I found belly dancing, which was later on in life, and I also found burlesque was how much embraced women's sensuality, women's wobbly bits. Mm. You know, the more you wobble, the better it is. You know, and I, I went on these workshops um, and I was like, wow. And there was big women, there was small women, there was tall women, there was, there was every kind of women who was dancing and really embracing um, embracing. How they moved, um, and I also remember one lady coming into me, and she was, she had, she was, she was a young girl actually. She had really long hair and it covered her face, and everything about her was, she, and and she was a, she was a really um, quite robust mm-hmm. little lady and young girl, and she she just got life on her shoulders, and she, the bullying that had happened at school for her, and and in the workplace around her body and how she looked yeah. was really, really not great. And, and over these weeks and weeks that she started to come, it was, it was almost like she, her hair started to part and you started to see her eyes. And then yeah. we saw a little bit more. And then she started to really embrace through dance and through movement. In the end, she ended up going on to do. Belly dancing, she danced on stages, Amazing. and she lost loads of weight. And it wasn't about the weight loss. No. It wasn't about that. She now is still a beautiful woman. She's always made up, but she'd learned to connect to her body. Yeah. She listened to her body, and her body wanted to then start eating healthier things. It wanted to, she she found this self-worth and empowerment Yeah, through the art of, of movement and the, the strength of when women come together.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We're a force to be reckoned with. And, and, and that's one thing I love about the communities that I'm in, and, and that's why I love the podcast, because I can connect with so many different women. Yeah. And the, women supporting women are unstoppable, really, I think. And I think there's there's we need that to change the world, really. We do. And
1: the interesting part about the vixens is exactly as we say when women come together we have so much strength and power Mm. and it's really interesting because as you know if you've looked on my instagram i know that i know that you have i've really pushed my boundaries as an older woman now when i was younger i wouldn't have thought twice as much about uh, around the imagery that i was wanting to create and the content and as i've grown older i've got the gray hair and and i've separated from my husband and i'm finding my, i'm living my Femchi life and i'm i'm working through lots of different things it's really interesting how people perceive the imagery now my imagery is not around me wanting to say hey look i'm single boys yes this you know or yes. look at her who does she think she is you know yes. where this come from and why would you wear that when she's when she's got a big belly why would she wear that with those thighs? Why, why would you put yourself out there when you look like that and you're old? So every single societal bits of pressure, I was basically putting my fingers up to it and saying no. Absolutely. As women, if women do not stand up for our young girls and women, how are we going to be a trailblazer to let the younger generation know that as our bodies grow older, our minds are still 21? <laughs> absolutely we yeah. still we still have that inner wanting that inner connection to the desire we still want that inner
0: connection to feel sensuous for us yeah absolutely it's about, us. it's about reclaiming our bodies i think for me it feels I'm like reclaiming, reclaiming who i am and expressing my sensuality is just a part of who i am it's not the whole being it's a part of me and i'm and i feel free to be able to express every part of that and it's because we have been sexualized as women for such a long time that anyone yeah. that dares to show up and do it just because it makes them feel good is questioned automatically isn't it which is why burlesque is, has had this reputation hasn't it in the past which i do think is changing people are seeing that burlesque is actually about the performer on stage connecting with themselves and showing other people that that they are celebrating their bodies, and we're all unique, and we should we deserve to celebrate our bodies. I think absolutely. And the beauty of burlesque is it really taps into
1: your personality. So you might be a woman that sort of has got a really good sense of humor, or you know, and does it does it feel like really comfortable in sitting with the the fluidity of the movement, but might find really comfortable in the in the posy and the bit more comedic yeah. aspects of it and that is the beauty of burlesque because what it does it allows you to self-express almost your inner core values and your personality traits and that's the beauty of the vixens is because yes i will do choreography as a group so we can learn and, and we learn the skills but i will also learn you the skills of how to take off a glove, how to take off a robe and how to stay comfortable within the stillness of your body because everybody thinks dance is movement Mm. and sometimes the stillness has such power in the way that something is perceived by somebody else. So if if and that could be a power stance, that could be your hands on your hips, as like Superwoman, you know, like hey, I'm here. Or this, you know, or it could be a, like a really very like enticing, you know, mm. and just stopping and pausing creates a, an emotion an emotion within the recipients of the people around. So it's 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 really playful with how you want to move your body and. Getting rid of the shame and the guilt around how we have been, exactly what you said, Rachel, this sexualization mm. of our body and not being able to express that with, without somebody's judgement.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I can't wait. So last year I've challenged myself every year to do something out of my comfort zone that's, that's, a, that's going to help me grow with my body acceptance. So last year, I, I was a life um, drawing model, um, which was a wow. really experience. And, and actually, they, you know, it was a really beautiful experience. So the drawings that they did were fantastic. And this year's was burlesque. So when I saw that you were doing this this course on burlesque um, and to the opportunity to perform live at the Womanly Fest Festival this year, I was like, Jane is the woman that I need to work yeah. with. So I am doing it, everybody. I have challenged myself and I am going to perform a solo performance and i am half terrified and half really really excited probably more excited than i am terrified if i'm honest i am really looking forward to it but yeah it will be interesting to see which sides of my personality come out i guess you don't know until you start do you yeah i think i think the the exploration around around
1: the movements and you can go you can practice that because it's all by a Mm-hmm. So we we'll, we will be interested, and and also it will be like we will be doing exercises on just on walking. Yeah. You know, people think, oh, it dance, but it's how it's how you walk as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so how you will make the entrance into the room, how you will, or let's say, the stage, because we are going to perform. How we're going eg- to enter enter the stage, how we're going to exit the stage, what we do which is playful around that. And and being around Womanifest is one of the best festivals ever for empowering women and young girls. And the support network that I think that will be there, if there's anybody sort of sitting on the fence and feels really afraid of showing up that way, yeah, you are in a really, really safe space to be able to push some boundaries and again you don't have to you don't have to perform it if you don't want to you could just do the movements um for yourself but i'm really excited i'm really excited to do the choreography i've been i've, I've got a list of i think i've got 10 songs so far and i want to put that out to the group for the group choreography to say yeah. i don't want it to just be me dictating i want it to be a group and a really organic experience for all of us because even myself will go on that journey. Yes. Just because I'm facilitating, I'm on that journey with the ladies that are joining me on that journey. And, um, together we'll, we'll put something around. And if, if you've never danced before and you don't feel comfortable around that, that's fine. We can, you know, you can do like the group moves. But then if we've got somebody who does or wants to feel like they want to like shine, then there can be little elements where we can bring people yeah. forward and, you can, you can. It's the push and pull, yes, of, of the routine and and that sense of empowerment of women who are going to be there going before we go on stage. I've seen it hundreds and so many times in my lifestyle going, I can't do it. Okay, oh god, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. No, I can't do it. And then they've gone on and they've come off and they've been so elated. The power in that way. They go, I, I want to do it again. I want to do it again. I feel. Never knew I'd feel this way, and it's been something that's been so liberating and freeing in allowing, as I said earlier on, that vulnerability and allowing somebody to actually see you.
0: Yeah, I can't wait. I've already got my it name. That power. I'm thinking Lady Liberty. Yeah, Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so what? You, what would I your love- name be? <laughs> Have you got a burlesque name? My name, um, Burley (laughs) Chassis. So, have you because obviously you teach dance all the time, but have you actually performed burlesque live yourself solo? Yes, yes, I have. How how terrified were you the first time you did it? I don't, how scared were you the first time you did it? I was, I
1: was really, really scared, um, Mm. when I did the burlesque because again, it was. It was a bit more out of my comfort. Definitely, was more out of my comfort zone. Um, But I did, my routine was around belly dancing and burlesque because I was a belly dancer. I only used to teach belly dancing. So I had a group of women that we used to uh, tour with and do different events. Uh, We used to do a lot of um, Indian weddings for where the lady was getting preparation with all the henna. Yeah. We used to get booked a lot for yeah. things like that. So the belly dancing again was very sensuous. But the burlesque, I used to work with a, a dance teacher with a, a, la- a lady that uh, we we danced together. We both have dance skills now, and um, she did a lot of the burlesque style. So we used to merge together and do burlesque mm-hmm. and belly dancing together. Really? So I've done I've done numerous. I think there's there's that many that I've done that I I can't. The, the ones that really stand out for me are where we created events and women would do, we'd do group dance, a very similar setup to this cool. where we would do group dance, but then also women would come out and they would do their own solo or they might yeah. do a duo or they might do a trio and they've created the moves themselves and we've allowed space for it. And all the family and friends have come and we've created this big event. And people come in, or they've come in, and they, you know, they've done a little like burlesque, you know, where we've 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 took the, you know, the negligee off, and then we've been in our underwear and things like that, which is which is great, and, and it's it's such an empowering thing to do, and it's and it it generally, are, I would say it's always been a really supportive environment around it yeah. as well, and watching the growth in the women as it's always more rewarding for me than performing
0: yes i can imagine that that's, that's, amazing, movie, that's- actually seeing the difference but seeing them on stage it think it's, it's incredible and watching
1: watching the journey from the start to watching where they're going and just the impact and the the little you know like sort of flutters it has across the lifestyle around making different choices and being brave to do things yeah there was um i don't know whether we've got time but if if i've got time just for a really quick little story because this this the power of dance and movement this this has always moved me There was i used to when i taught the belly dancing burlesque i used to have about 60 women coming to my classes every week coming in and and it was like a party would have the... I used to have to carry the big beam systems there back in back in the day mm-hmm. as well. And we did this. And lots of women came and there was set dances and we used to do that. And then everybody stayed at the end because there used to be a bar and everyone could have a drink and have a chat and socialise afterwards. And there was this lady that came in. And I, I have to say, she never meet, really made herself very recognisable to me. She wasn't a lady who was one of the ones who was stood at the front. She was generally... Sitting around at the back. I always made an effort to go and speak, you know, Mm. to everybody because, you know, that's the type of facilitating teacher that I am. And um, this one day she came uh, came to me with a letter and she'd been coming to me for about a year. And she came to me with a letter and she said, "Uh, Jane, I want to give you this. Please don't read it now. Please leave this until the very end or when you've gone home and read it when you've gone home. And I thought... Okay, yeah, that's fine. So I pop, popped it in my bag, and 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 then when I got home, I forgot about it, and I was like, "Oh God, I've got that letter from the lady." And I read this later, and I literally broke down crying because oh. um, it was this lady had been in a really abusive relationship. She had started to come to class with me, and what she'd done is she had said that she was going to pottery classes or some kind of night school classes, and she was actually coming to me and and doing dance. And she said the journey and the inspiration and the support that she had had led her to this moment. And she said, you'll never see me again. I've fled. But oh. I want you to know. I didn't ever want you to turn up and just thought I'd never come again. Mm. I want you to know that you've had this impact and you've given me the strength and the power to actually move. And I'm moving away. And I'm going to create a life in myself that I feel... I deserve Amazing. and I'm moving away from this. And I I had no idea. Mm. These women were just and I think that was a really poignant moment in my career where I that made me realise that what I did yeah. really had a big impact
0: yeah.
1: on somebody's life. And when people are looking at you, their perception and what they're seeing. It was just a, such a it, – and it's
0: always, always stayed with me. Yeah, I'm not surprised that's brought a lump to my throat. Thank you so much for sharing. Now, so you are running this special offer on the burlesque. So tell everybody I about are. that before we go because we want to make sure that gets in. There's a few places left. They are. It's a, and it's an amazing package. and We're, we're in, col- um, in collaboration
1: with Womanifest. Um, there is a 10-week Zoom session where you will learn the art of burlesque. And you will choose to work away on your own and create a solo piece. There is a group dance that you will learn as well. So that would be over the 10 weeks. So there is learning to do over the 10 weeks course. You will also get a burlesque style photo shoot where you will come down to uh, my place at the studio. And we've got some amazing photographers that we're going to be doing um, creating shoots in burlesque style. As comfortable as you feel as well. And we're going to create a content for a calendar, which will raise funds for Womanifest to keep, Mm -hmm. you know, to help with the Womanifest Festival. You will get a full weekend ticket to the event. So you can get empowered not just by myself, but by all the magnificent women and who were there and and the stalls and things at, at the event. And you will, so you've got the photo shoot, you've got the Zoom classes, you've got your free weekend pass. And you've got the chance to perform in a group and you've got the chance to perform in a solo as well. And mm-hmm. you will, if, if you can, you don't have to, but if you can and you want to do it, if, there will be two photo shoot days. One I've set and the other one will be a bit more playable for women who might be, not be able to, mm. to, to arrange that day. But the intention was if we could all make one day that we could practice the group dance but that's fine if it doesn't because we're not having to move that much so even if you can't make that that particular time or can't get to me that's also fine because we'll be able to do it and there will be space for a rehearsals that will fest before we hit before we hit <laughs> the stage so we can all of that and then there will be the discussion around what we are wearing Yeah. What, how we want to portray what will suit the music that we've chosen so the first session um which we have books because there's a timetable on my website as well which tells you all the dates but the first session will be the conversation with the women it will be a conversation around how we want to look what music we want to choose we'll have a little poll we'll have a little boat we'll introduce one another so we really create this space of Knowing that we're all in the space of it together, we'll have a little Facebook group where we can upload things or something you might be feeling a little bit overwhelmed with, and you yeah. can go, Oh no, I felt like that. I felt you know, I you know, when she's asking me to sort of like strip this off, or when she's asking me to spin round, I'm like, <laughs> I can't do the spin, but it doesn't matter because there will be the way I facilitate the dance will be if you're struggling with a the movement, there will be an easier movement yeah. for you to do, there'll be an alternative. So I've been teaching dance forever. Yeah. We're in so far. We're in I've been home. dancing on. a really long time. I don't think there's a genre of dance I haven't done. I've done Bollywood, I've done yeah. burlesque, I've done every cheerleading, I've done every kind of aspect of dance. I right. love it So, how can yeah. people find you, Jane? Where's the best place to come and find you? You can find me on my socials, which is Instagram, which is um, Femchi underscore CJ, which is short for Coach Jane, because that's how most people refer to me as, um, even in the supermarket. the kids (laughs) going, hi, there's Coach Jane. Um, So I answer to CJ or Coach Jane most of the time. Facebook is Femchi, um, just F-E-M-C-H-I. And also, if you click onto any of my socials, like on Instagram, the um, website at the minute is femchi.org. Yeah. And that will just show the femchi, the femchi vixens, because the website is under construction at the minute. But I needed to get something out yeah. um for this. So, all my socials and feel free to, you know, on any of those to connect with me. And if, you, if you're sitting on the fence, you want to know a little bit more, you want to have a chat with me over zoom before you book anything to make you feel comfortable to see whether you know you fit with me Yeah, and feel free for any of those things and i'll help i'll be there to facilitate everybody every inch of the way to get you on that stage to perform and you feel amazing about your body
0: (laughs) i cannot wait i'm so excited and so my last question um so my new podcast name liberty free to be What does free to be mean to you, Jane? Now, I know I've wrote this down, uh, but I'm
1: probably just going to go off. Free to me means about being... I don't like to say, like, authentically me, because I think we're using this phrase an awful lot. I think it's about accepting the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yes. It's about accepting every aspect of me, because there's some days... I'm not going to be perfect and it's accepting the the imperfections yeah. around my life and being kind to myself. I think that's being free to me yeah. as well.
0: Yeah. Lovely. Thank you so much, Jane. I have really enjoyed our conversation and I can't wait to you. it. You will be hearing a lot more about me and Jane together. So I'm looking forward to this journey. Thank you so much for your time and I shall see you very soon. <laughs> you will do and just also rachel for you on behalf of me you are the same you are an
1: inspiration i watch your videos you put yourself out there i've seen you doing your talks and you you know with just your bras and knickers and doing what you do for women to be this trailblazer it needs we, we need women like yourself out there and i'd like to thank you so much for joining me on this course but also thank you for the work the incredible work that you're doing out there as well it doesn't go unnoticed
0: thank you jane i really appreciate that we shall,
1: spoil, we shall talk again soon. We'll be very soon. And when yeah. I'm back from America after the cheerleading competition, the hip hop, mm-hmm.
0: we'll be back. Brilliant. <laughs> thank you so much, Jane. No Take problem. You. Bye. Bye. Well, thank you, Jane. Really enjoyed that conversation. And as always, could have talked to Jane for so much longer than time allowed. And yes, said it out loud, so it must be happening. I will be performing live at the Womanifest um stage doing my own solo burlesque routine and it's something that I have been putting off, it's been on the back of my mind so when Jane came along with this and it was a perfect setting in a really safe space and now I'm going to feel really supported. So that's what I'm doing and if you would like to come and join me and you want to take part in the group challenge as well then, then go and check Jane's um, website out, all the details are in the show notes but I can't wait to start this journey and I will Keep writing blog posts and update you with how I'm getting along. So, yeah, slightly terrified and uh, slightly excited to unleash Lady Liberty, let's put it that way. Lots to take away from this conversation today. And um, some of the words that um, really stay with me after that conversation is grief. How, you know, right at the beginning of the conversation, Jane mentioned how we get to a point in life where we're grieving our old bodies and our old lifestyle, and we have to adapt to that and adapt to that change and accept our bodies have changed and it's just another part of our lives that we have to embrace but we have still got so much in us and so much capabilities to to share with the rest of the world and to find those things that bring us joy that it's just a new beginning it's definitely you know it's as one chapter closes another one starts and I also think that word permission giving ourselves permission permission to show up as we want to be without the fear of judgment permission to express um our sensuality without feeling judged permission to take time out and take that self-care and know that you've got those boundaries and that it's okay to put yourself forward because you have got to put yourself first it's like that that analogy isn't it with the with the flights and you put your own um air mask on first because you've got to protect yourself and make sure you're okay before you can help others and it's exactly the same in life isn't it you have to put yourself forward it's not selfish and actually, even if it is selfish, it's OK to be selfish because you are important and you matter, whatever that means to you. So thank you, Jane, and the joy of movement. How about you? Were you dancing when you were younger? I used to love ballet dancing um, and disco dancing. was That was my thing. Absolutely adored it. And suddenly you get into your, certainly your 30s and your 40s and, and that stops. You don't have the same opportunities and i bet you i'm not the only one that as soon as there's a, a chance to go out and have a good dance it always makes you feel better so whatever you're doing today take some time out stick that radio on and have a good sing along and have a good boogie and i will be back next week with some more inspiration but um for now keep being fabulous thank you for listening to the liberty free to be podcast i hope it's left you feeling inspired If it has, why not come and join my free Step Out of the Bubble Facebook group. It's a safe space where you can connect with other women all at different stages of their midlife life journey, supporting and inspiring one another. Oh, and don't forget to come and say hello on Instagram at RachelCoreau1. I'd love to know what free to be means to you. If you're loving the podcast, please don't forget to subscribe, rate and review. Your support is much appreciated. I'll be back next week. But in the meantime, keeping fabulous.